0: It's not Bryce Perkins, though. Is it Bryce
1: Perkins? I'm not saying anything. I'm gonna let oh you. My. I'm gonna let you stew on it.
0: Oh my God! It's Bryce Perkins. everybody and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco and I'm here with my co-host Big Turkey Drix, Walker Kelly. Walker, how's your pre-Thanksgiving work going?
1: Oh, it's going. Yeah, we, we got the pies out of the oven before the podcast started, so uh, everything's all good.
0: Yeah, there were rumors that I almost burned uh, garlic that I was roasting. I would like to quell those rumors as uh, slanderous and <laughs> outrageous.
1: Many have been saying Jeff uh, almost burned the garlic, but he saved it at the last second.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, somebody else put the garlic in the oven. <laughs> somebody snuck in my house, put the garlic in the oven, and I saved it. Really, I'm a hero. I'd like Actually, s- I don't like to use the term hero.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say, uh, if the garlic was burned, uh, or if if the garlic was perfect, then I should get all the credit. And if the garlic was burned, then I should take no blame whatsoever.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the old uh, uh, Donald. I want to see Donald Trump like give thanks on thanksgiving i'd like to give <laughs> thanks for all the haters and losers
1: yeah even the haters and losers i hope have a happy thanksgiving
0: yeah uh
1: i'll, I'll be eating a filet of fish
0: <laughs> or you know he calls it a fish delight
1: fish delight Jesus
0: yeah Christ. that's not even a term for anything
1: that's not what that is
0: yeah. So. Um, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and get into our normal Wednesday episode. We move some stuff around. So normally what we do is we talk about uh, the Thursday game and uh, three players at each position that Walker is higher and lower than. Uh, but we counted it up and it was over 60 players to do it that way. And we would like to not drone on for three hours about players. So uh, we're just going to do one. Quarterback or one player at each position that Walker is higher and lower on. But we're also going to do toughest rank, most surprising, sneaky starts, tough sit. We also are only doing one sicko stash each. The sicko stash bloat, uh, I've been hearing there the crowds, the people have been saying, too many sicko stashes. You're too sick. You're too sick. <laughs> Go see a doctor. <laughs> Nasty individuals. So one of each. But we're really going to focus on Thursday Night Football because... There's a lot of fantasy relevant players in these games, and there's a lot of guys kind of on the periphery. So I think it's smart for us to focus on on um, those games today. And we're also going to do it as kind of a mini preview for those games as well. So let's go ahead. Let's get started with the uh, morning game tomorrow uh, or the early afternoon game. If you're not on the West Coast, Uh, Buffalo Seven and three travels to Detroit, who is four and six. This time they are the away team. Last time they're in Ford Field, they were the home team. Uh it is a 54-point over-under. Buffalo nine and a half point favorites. Uh, we all have Buffalo winning this game. Uh, we also all have Dallas winning the next game. And oh no, Walker has something different than everybody else in the night game. So we'll talk about that when we get there. So, first things first, Josh Allen, QB1, must start. If you're sitting QB, if you're sitting QB1. Like, that you drafted against the QB1 matchup. It is silly.
1: I have no idea what you're doing.
0: Yes. Um, Jamal Williams is also a must-start in this game, 18. Um, Walker, you shouldn't have color-coded these, because instead of skipping next to Jared Goff, I was just reading off all the color-coded ones.
1: Oh, sorry. (laughs) I just didn't have room to put start, fart, or sit next to
0: him. I am a very basic man. Um, so instead of talking about running backs, let's talk about Jared Goff. You have a quarterback twenty-five, don't do it.
1: Yeah, no, no starting Jared Goff in this one.
0: Yeah. I wrote about um, and this will come out tomorrow morning or tonight. I'm not sure when I scheduled it for, but I wrote about every player in every game as well. And um, Jared Goff was under the uh um low risk, low reward or high risk, low reward category um which was like uh the casseroles cuz those are they're not a lot of risk but they could be great or they could be terrible. So don't start him, he's going to be bad. Uh the running backs in this game you got Jamal Williams at 18 uh 17 spots above DeAndre Swift. Um Jamal Williams has moved into must start territory. Um hmm. because the Lions love to down the ball at the 3. It's their favorite yeah. thing. We talked yeah. about it yesterday
1: they don't really have a deep threat, but they're very good at putting together methodical drives where they chunk off yards. And so they get like inside the five all the time. And then Jamal Williams just cleans it up. Um, yeah. and he's very efficient at the goal line. So he's as good a bet as anybody in the league, literally he's leading the league in touchdown rushes. So yeah, I mean, you can keep riding it. It's just like what Damian Harris's season was last year.
0: Yeah. Um, or James Connor. Yep. James Conner had that very much like, oh, we're at the one, except it was uh uh oh, we had a DeAndre Hopkins pass interference in the end zone. Time for James Conner to fall forward is basically <laughs> what it what it was. Um, and he's actually uh the fourth highest ranked running back this week. Um Dalva Cook, you have fifth uh on Thursday. So we'll talk about that um when we get to that game. But that's actually something very interesting. Then the other running backs in this game, Devin Singletary and DeAndre Swift. You have Singletary at twenty-six. Which I had him as a must-start in this matchup. I thought it was just a great matchup for him. Um, they've been going using him inside the red zone, inside the five zone, uh, getting the rushing touchdowns. Um, but you're not as bullish on uh, Devin Singletary.
1: Last three weeks, the Lions are only giving up 12 total points to opposing running backs per game. Mm. Um, that also include that includes Aaron Jones, that includes Saquon Barkley, um, Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery. So. I, I think the Lions defense has mostly figured out the run, and I don't think they're going to be able to stop the pass in this matchup. So I expect uh, I expect a productive game from Josh Allen, productive game from the receivers. Singletary might get in the end zone, but I don't expect him to be very efficient.
0: Yeah, do you think that maybe also with Josh Allen potentially uh, getting over his elbow issue and Jeff Akuda probably not playing because of the concussion that their their game plan is to attack the secondary as hard as possible?
1: I would guess that that would be the case, yeah, especially specifically the corners.
0: Yeah. So uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, what happened? You have at like in- 35. He's just he's bad now.
1: He's injured, and it has completely sapped his confidence. Uh, yeah. he, he doesn't hit the hole with any sort of authority anymore. Uh, he's afraid of contact when he's leading with his right shoulder. When he's running left, he looks pretty good or excuse me, with his left shoulder, his left shoulder is the injured one. So when he's running left and he's leading into contact with his right shoulder, he looks pretty good. And then anytime he runs right, he's super hesitant because he doesn't want to take a hit on the shoulder. And it's just leading to him not being effective, and it's leading to Justin Jackson taking some of his snaps.
0: So he's like Derek uh, Zoolander. He can't go left.
1: No, he (laughs) can't go right.
0: Oh, man. You said his left shoulder was, okay, you're right. Damn it. Got him. Got him. He's a he's a reverse Derek Zoolander. There we go. Reverse Derek Zoolander. Um, Derek Zoolander. <laughs> Derek Zoolander. Um, James Cook. Uh, last week he had uh 86 yards. Uh, uh have fun with that. I hope you had that work for your best ball lineups because uh, that's not going to happen again. Nope. Yeah, he had uh I think 11 carries last week, and if you had like his two <laughs> highest touches from any other game together, it's like. 12. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. had a ton of touches last week against uh, a, a terrible run defense. Yes. All right. Wide receivers in this game. There are three guys that you might be starting, and you should start all of them Stefan Diggs, one. Sun God, t- uh, 10, Gabe Davis, 16 against the Lions. Uh, I had Diggs and Amon rossing St. Brown as must starts. I had Gabe Davis as low risk, high reward.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think even if Davis has a down game, you're probably still going to get nine points out of him in this matchup. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's a great chance he gets in the end zone because, like I said, I think that Buffalo is going to go wild through the air in this game with uh, no Jeff Okuda.
0: Yeah, um, no Jeff Okuda. And um, who's who's uh, the second best uh, cornerback out there?
1: Great question. Um, it was last year, Amani Oruwarie was good, but this year he's been bad. Um Will Harris has been getting better, but he's not really a natural corner. Mike Hughes is older and not that good. So, yeah, I'm not, I, I guess, Will Harris,
0: maybe. So I guess what I'm hearing is that uh, there's no cornerback that's going to be playing tomorrow that you should worry about.
1: No, no. I, <laughs> Stephon Diggs is not going to be able to be covered.
0: Yeah, and neither will uh, Gabe Davis. Um so, yeah, those three guys all must starts. Uh, Dawson Knox, you have at eight, tied end eight, uh, which tells me that you think he's going to score a touchdown.
1: That's right. Yeah, I'm expecting like three for 40 and a touchdown from Dawson.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a uh, a classic Dawson Knox game where you're like, oh, hey, all right, he scored. We're good. All right. Whew. Like with Dawson Knox, you want to score on the first drive so you could just like get get that done with because right. he's not going to do much other than that. <laughs> yeah yeah so um that's so it. so that's it, yeah, uh this game very straightforward. Let's talk about the Giants in dallas uh the there must be an nFC east matchup uh every day that there's a primetime game. so this one is uh one thirty pacific four thirty eastern uh four forty five or four forty five point five over under Dallas nine and a half point favorites. I can't believe my brain just did the thing where you told Excel it was the wrong type of uh, number. (laughs) My brain was like, did you mean January 1st? It was like, no, I meant one of one. Uh, We all have Dallas winning this game. So this is very interesting because uh, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones are both guys that you might have better options for, but you might not. So Dak, you have at 11. You're worried about the uh, the uh, Giants pass defense.
1: Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know Dak's been inconsistent this year. When he's looked good, he's looked elite. But when he's looked bad, he's looked terrible. Um, so it, he's a tough rank right now. But this isn't the best matchup in the world. I think you're probably starting him regardless. He has. I, I'm encouraged by his two of his last three weeks being good. Um, he wasn't that bad against the Packers either, and that's a really tough matchup, even tougher than this one. So I I think you can roll with Dak, but he's in the 10 to 12 range where um, you don't feel great about it, but he's probably the best option you've
0: got. Yeah, um, it's just like uh, if you have him, you're probably like, all right, I'll take him. Um, but if you don't, you're not going to uh, go out of your way to replace him. Yeah, but- I, I
1: mean, like, like my top rated guy that you could find on the waivers is Trevor Lawrence, and I have him behind Prescott. So I, I think you're starting Prescott.
0: Yeah, so um Daniel Jones, um, you're not uh feeling great about him this week against the uh Cowboys. This game could be either like I feel like this game could be thirty to thirty-two or twelve to thirteen.
1: Um I was thinking it would either be like twenty to seventeen or thirty eight to seventeen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's that's actually very true. This could be a game where uh the Cowboys just absolutely obliterate the uh the, the fraudulent Giants they're fake. They're fake. There's only one uh there's only one sports team called the Giants and they play in San Francisco. Um all right, so Daniel Jones probably don't want to start him. You have him at oh, 16. I had a, my my old man eyes thought it said 15. Uh Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, you both have as must starts uh both fringe wide uh, running back one, Saquon Barkley at 9, Tony Pollard at 13. Um I don't think Saquon Barkley's really worth talking about other than we think he's going to bounce back, right? Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard at 13 is very interesting because um he's 15 spots higher than Zeke. So um, do you think the switch has been made that Tony Pollard is the starter there now?
1: I think that they're going to get about even workloads, but Pollard gets so much more receiving work and he's such a more explosive player that it will lead to him being a fringe RB1 and Zeke being a fringe RB2, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And so um you have Tony Pollard. Uh, you have Tony Pollard above Dalvin Cook, and I'm just gonna keep talking about how you have Dalvin Cook uh, in the 20s because I don't think that that's something that most people um would expect. Um, to be clear, I still think you should start Dalvin Cook. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like if you have multiple guys on Thanksgiving, you do you wouldn't think that Dalvin Cook would be the one that you would be sitting.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if, if you had said before the season you're going to be starting Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, and Jamal Williams over Dalvin Cook on on Thanksgiving, I don't think you'd have many buyers on that one.
0: Over Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. True. Yeah. Um. So and, all yeah, right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is a, a topsy turvy uh uh Thanksgiving day. So um Zeke, you have at 28. Um, I just he's just. Can we say it? He's not good anymore.
1: Not very good. No, he's a, he's a flex guy because of his volume. He'll get double digit touches every game. There's a good chance he falls into the end zone, um, but he's not catching the ball. He's not explosive. He's just kind of there.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, that is, he's just kind of there. And then Jerry Jones will be like, Hey, get him, get him a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Get, just, give my,
0: give my boy the ball. Just make sure he gets a touchdown and then I'm happy. Especially on th- on Thanksgiving, you know, Cape, uh, America's team. Um, yeah, yeah, he th- he's gonna get a touchdown. Um, C. D. Lamb must start at thirteen. Darius Slayton thirty four. You have him as a top thirty six option this week um, ahead of guys like Chris Godwin, um, Christian Watson, Allen Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, uh, all the Robinsons, Ever, uh,
1: somebody else named
0: Robinson. Some all, all the Robinsons. Uh, Rob, if you're if you're a Robinson, if you're a Johnson, uh, get out of here uh, because uh, we will be starting uh, Darius Slayton ahead of you. Uh, he's good now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he's the only receiver that the Giants have that can do anything. So he's gonna get probably close to double digit targets in this game. I would expect a solid like five for seventy.
0: Yeah, um, it's going to be a good game. I would actually say probably like seven
1: for 70 oh well hey i mean even better
0: yeah fewer catches lower a dot um dalton schultz you have at 10 you have him as the uh worst starting uh tight end on thanksgiving day um do you <laughs> think the the giants are going to uh stop him i don't i don't know how they can stop him he's the second best option in this in this game
1: yeah i mean i i think he'll be fine like i I'm not sure he scores in this matchup, but I, you know, he'll get enough work that he'll probably have five catches for 55 yards. And that's the top 12 week.
0: Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll he'll be involved. Um, all right. Before we get to new England, Minnesota, I have to tell you something very funny. So I always have Twitter open for, um, breaking news, breaking news. Yeah. And trending right now is Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Great. C H I C C S giving, which, Um, If you listen to the fantasy footballers, they had they put out their two hour episode and they act like it's a big deal. Uh, They do it every year and they're like, oh, my God, it's so big. It's like, okay, first of all, we do two two hour episodes a week. That's right. Uh, um, But uh, they put a little uh, hashtag in there that if you if you tweet it out at them, you get entered into a contest. And Thanksgiving started to trend because of it. And now people are mad that there's not horny pictures with Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Under the hashtag. Uh, I, was look,
1: I was looking for butts.
0: Well, this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hashtag Thanksgiving is a scam. I was expecting some effing cake in all capital letters. <laughs> uh, oh, good stuff.
1: Trolling the horny.
0: That's right. Uh, people, people at home waiting to go to the bars from from their uh, to go hang out with their high school friends. Horny as hell. All That's right. And. Right. Uh, Speaking of horny as hell, uh, New England and Minnesota, uh, Bill Belichick is horny as hell to slam Kirk Cousins into the dirt seven more times this week. You have him at 15.
1: Yeah, I. Cousins has been mostly pretty consistent this season outside of last week's awful performance, but this is another really good defense. It's also another primetime game, and I'm not confident in Cousins' ability to perform here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Primetime. Uh, no Christian saw. Uh The um, uh, Patriots are, I think, five, fifth in um, quarterback pressures on the air pressure rate. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad for Kirk Cousins. He's going to get slammed in the dirt again and again. But the... Patriots aren't as good as the Cowboys on defense so I think he'll do something. So I think yeah, 15's kind of appropriate. He'll just be a low-level guy. Mm-hmm. Um I had him as a, a high risk, low reward cuz it's like even in his good games you're getting like 18 fantasy points. It's like yeah. oh boy, his his best games you're like okay, I guess he's a decent starter. Um yep. Ramondre Stevenson, you have it 7th. You have if you have every running back in the Thanksgiving Day games, the one you say to start over everybody else. Ramondre, Ramondre. Stevens. Yep. That's let's right. let's let's hear it. Why? What's going on? Walker, uh, show your work.
1: I'm uh, interrogating
0: you. Defend yourself.
1: He's had five targets in seven of the last eight games. He also has a uh workhorse type uh workload on the ground. So he's getting, you know, twenty to twenty five touches a game. He's got the body type to hold up to it. He's the only uh, he and Jacoby Myers are the only two people in this offense that can consistently get yards. Um, He's just he's been a monster lately. You know, even when he doesn't score a touchdown, he's getting you at least 15 points every week. So uh, I think Stevenson is a fantastic play against a Minnesota run defense. That's not very good.
0: Yeah. um, Minnesota. Actually, here's the thing. Minnesota's run defense has been sneaky good over the last uh, few weeks, except for that uh, Tony Pollard. Breakout um so it's One of those like uh if you the last Thing you see is Is uh tony pollard then you might think it's An amazing matchup but it's just pretty good is Yeah what i'm it, saying it,
1: it's It's good but it's you know it's not like uh,
0: It's exploitable
1: it, it's not like houston
0: Yeah it's it's exploitable Um so yeah um Remondre stevenson uh at seven Uh dalvin cook at 21 uh i've Been i've been teasing it walker the Hell are you thinking he's dalvin cook
1: yeah, but he's not really been that great this season. Yep. Um, he's been like a fringe RB1, and this is a really hard matchup for opposing running backs. Mm-hmm. I I don't see him being very efficient. You know, I could see him scoring a touchdown, but his role isn't the same as it used to be. He's not as explosive as he used to be. I don't think the quarterback's going to be able to get in the ball very much. So, you know, he's, he's going to finish with like 13 for 45 and a touchdown. And two catches for 15 yards. And so it's like, oh, well, I got 13 points out of Dalvin Cook. Cool.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to see where I had him ranked in the preseason 10. I was worried about Dalvin Cook kind of falling off, but it was for a different reason than what's happened. I thought that uh, Alexander Madison was going to do great, Um, but I guess not. Uh, Oh, boy. What idiot has Najee Harris above Saquon Barkley in his, his draft ranks? What a moron. Can you
1: believe this guy?
0: get a load of this guy uh oh man wow these ranks are amazing melvin gordon at 24 what is this guy thinking (laughs) god idiot Ramondre stevenson at 32 tony pollard at 33 god idiot all right uh those are my ranks for anybody who's listening those are my preseason ranks all right uh damian harris you have at 33 he is fine he will get you eight fantasy points
1: yep yep he is a uh low risk low reward flex option
0: that is exactly where i put him low risk low reward he will get you some points and that is what he will do
1: my my dude is dinner rolls
0: walker that's what that category is called Woo!
1: let's go i did not read the article
0: oh article's not out yet there we go low risk low reward yeah it's dinner rolls because it's like they're all they're there
1: yeah they're there they're gonna taste like a roll
0: yep Uh, i said whether it's like Ho- uh, king's hawaiian or yep. the crescent rolls or whatever yep. you want like you're like yep that's that's what i'm putting in my mouth that's-
1: those, those are the two rolls that we have used for for thanksgiving we just yeah. use king's hawaiian now so that we don't have to bake them off
0: ah uh king's hawaiian uh my sneaky my niece's uh we get her a package of king's hawaiian rolls just for herself on thanksgiving like sneaky the only thing she eats on thanksgiving ah shout out to faith I doubt you're listening. You do not care about football. All right. uh, Wide receivers in this game. Justin Jefferson, Jacoby Myers, both must starts. You have Jacoby Myers ranked above Dave Davis by one slot, but you have six wide receivers on on Thanksgiving ranked inside your top 16. So you're predicting a lot of offensive fireworks from the wide receiver position. But uh, Justin Jefferson, five, not worth talking about. But you kind of talked about Jacoby Myers a little bit. Uh, The only way that they're going to move the ball um, is – is, uh with Jacoby Myers and Ramondre Stevenson.
1: Yeah, I mean, Myers has been very consistent this season. Um, wide receiver 31, but that's because he missed two games, uh, week three and week four. He's also already had his bye, and he's had five bad matchups in a row. Um, he's been Cleveland, Chicago, New York, Indy, New York again. And uh, mm. that's been most of the reason why his ceiling has dropped. But he's got three pretty good matchups in a row. Um, this one especially against Minnesota is very good. So I, I'm expecting, um, you know, seven, eight targets, maybe five or six catches for 65 yards, touchdown.
0: All right, a touchdown.
1: Well, he's got three this season.
0: Wow, the the man finally figured out how to get into the end zone. Yeah, you learned. Yeah. All right. Um, And then Adam Thielen, you have at 42. Uh, I have him as low risk, low reward or high risk, low reward because he will be okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, with uh, with T.J. Hawkinson's arrival, he's kind of become the third option in the passing game instead of the second option. And so he's down in the five, six targets range and against a really good defense where I don't expect him to score a touchdown. That's just not a role that's going to lead to much fantasy success
0: yeah he'll be all right he's like a three he's like a deeper league flex option um i have him i have him if i did ranks i'd probably have him a little bit higher just because he's mm-hmm. you know last week i'm throwing out because the the Vikings just got ground into dust and then (laughs) they just continue to get ground into dust. Um, So he only had three targets last week, but he had seven targets in the other game. So I'm kind of hoping that he bounces back. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I'm not like must start top 24, like probably like 35 ish, you know, only only quibbling a few start a few spots. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe next year I will uh, actually do ranks instead of just guessing at what they might be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
0: Maybe, we'll see And then Hawk, you have a uh, tight end three Is he the number three tight end right now, overall?
1: Yeah, for sure
0: Yeah, he's gotta be
1: Yeah, it's not really that close I mean, he's he's definitely number three I would say Kittle and Friermuth probably fill out your top five And yeah. then Njoku is six probably
0: Yeah, I mean, Njoku sixth or... Um, I mean, your favorite, Juwan Johnson, he's got to be in the top five, right? You love Juwan Johnson. No. You do. No, I You don't. talked all about it yesterday. I said he's not good. You said, Jeff, he's the greatest tight end in the league. I never said this. Uh, R-
1: rewind the tape. I never said this.
0: I said this, and if you want to hear it, uh, if you want Walker to be able to defend themselves, you need to spend $3 to join our Patreon to hear that episode. <laughs> That's right. Because otherwise, it's whatever I say happened on that episode goes... Uh, All right. So that is a Thursday night game. Um, You can check out Walker's ranks at footballabsurdity.com. There's a button at the top of every page um, that uh, has a link to the um, to the rankings. Um, And uh, there's also a link in the podcast episode. Um, So let's go ahead and move on to uh, your positional ranks. Uh, So quarterback, you're higher on this week. Marcus Mariota, you have a 13. ECR on him is 18. He is actually one of my uh, uh, streamers this week in my streamer article. 40% rostered. I think it's a good play because uh, this is actually the third best matchup he's had this season in terms of fancy points allowed to quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, Washington has been really good against the run and really not not that good against the pass lately. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I think Mariota will be able to, you know, kind of, as Jeff says, by hook or by crook. That's right. You, I, I
0: like to have old man sayings.
1: Yeah, he'll get you 16 points.
0: Yeah, so that's that That was kind of my takeaway, too, that, like, he'll get you there. It's not going to be pretty. You don't want to watch it, but he'll get you there. Um, right, so you, you have
1: 225 passing yards, uh, one touchdown, one pick, and, like...
0: Sixty rushing. Or, yards. Yeah, fifty or sixty
1: rushing yards.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the difference between him having an okay game and a great game will be a uh, three-yard uh, quarterback run. If it scores, it's a great game. If it doesn't, it's an okay game.
1: Yeah, he probably won't be quarterback thirteen. He'll either finish like sixteenth or seventh. Yep. But um, yeah, it's this is right around where he where he's going to be. He's a uh, high end streamer.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Uh, quarterback, you're lower on this week. Uh, Tom Brady, you have a 21 ECR is 10. Uh, Brady is taking on the Cleveland Browns. Um, I, I just remembered that you cut, uh, that you, uh, counted him out. Touchdown Tom.
1: Yep. I, I counted him out because I don't think the, the, uh, Buccaneers almost said the 49ers for some reason.
0: Um, oh, you're looking into the future.
1: Uh, I don't, uh, I don't want to start Bucks passing game options really in this game because Cleveland's run defense is god-awful, and I think that the Buccaneers are just going to try to control the game with running. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that means Leonard Fournette didn't practice today, so uh, I still think he'll probably play, but he'll probably be in the in the 1B role, and Rashad White will be the 1A. Um, but I, I would expect, like, probably 30 touches for the running backs here.
0: Yeah, I expect a lot of touches for the running backs. I think I actually said, I don't know if it's that backfield or another one where I said, yeah, they're going to get 30 rush attempts combined, and it's just going to be a lot of running back plays. So, yeah, Tom Brady, uh, count him out. He's done. Get him out of here. Um, definitely don't need him to play big this week in my Scott Fishball team, and that's why I'm counting him out. Uh, he's toast. He's garbage. He's the worst. Uh, he's he's worth as much as uh, all his FTX stock right now. Nothing. Yeah, bl- A
1: piece of trash
0: I will uh, uh, Tie myself to him as much as he is tied to his uh, Ex-wife Gisele Bundchen. Um Just really trying to trash Tom Brady So that he has a good week for me Alright, toughest rank Matt Ryan You have it 17th, he is also one of my streamers This week
1: Yeah, it, it's tough because he has a fantastic Matchup against Pittsburgh um, okay. Their defense, especially past defense Has been awful this season But Matt Ryan has also had random really bad games this season. Yeah, <laughs> so it's hard to trust him as more than like a mid tier QB two. Mm-hmm. I I do agree that you can stream him this week and hope for a you know back end top twelve week, but like I again I would rather play Mariota. I'd rather play Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'd rather play Derek Carr.
0: I have faith in uh, Matt Ryan because one bad defense. Two, he's at home, which, you know, he throwing in that dome is what he's more comfortable with from his time in in the NFC South. Yeah, Yeah, with Atlanta and then playing a road game every year in New Orleans. And uh, three, uh, except for that Eagles game last week, he's been good at home. Uh, He's played three home games prior to that. He had uh, um, multiple touchdowns in all of them, threw for over 350 yards in two of them. Uh, only had one pick across those three games, so I think he likes that uh, Indianapolis. Uh, uh, what is what is the food in Indianapolis?
1: Uh, the uh, steak, or no, the the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's.
0: That's right, the shrimp cocktail at the steakhouse at St. Elmo's. So he he he. I heard that before the game, he houses like eight of those.
1: Yeah, And
0: then he goes out and he Fires throws bombs. Right yeah, he goes bo- throws bombs because he has to go back and uh, poop a lot from all the the shellfish. So. All right, uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, I think that 17 is a good rank for him. Uh, I also think a good rank for Aaron Rodgers is 25 because he is bad and he is playing a very good team. The Philadelphia Eagles, you have Aaron Rodgers at 25. They shut down Matt Ryan last week. 213 passing yards for Matt Ryan. Uh, only one rushing yard, which is really where they shown was shutting down Matt Ryan's rushing last week. Uh, man known for th- running the football. Of course, Matt Ryan had 38 rushing yards and a touchdown the week before. Uh, Aaron. Walker, Walker is not <laughs> n- not not biting on my Matt Ryan as a Russian quarterback uh joke.
1: No, uh, because I don't like it.
0: All right, uh, Aaron Rodgers, he sucks. Get him out.
1: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is somehow quarterback twelve on the season, um, because the Packers haven't had their bye yet, but he has the fantastic uh season of he's QB twelve on the year, and he's only been better than QB twelve on the week once. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's QB 12 on the season, but he's his best finish is QB 10. And then after that, QB 12. So he's only been better than his season than his season rank once.
0: So he's just been like 13, 14 every week.
1: Yeah, he's been. uh, Let's see. Other than week one, where he was quarterback, 32. Uh, after that, he's been 17, 13, 14, 14, 20, 12, 20, 13,
0: 10, 13. That sounds like a great QB two in a two quarterback league, but not a guy I would want to start in a one quarterback league.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's this, this week. I don't love it. Um, in previous bad matchups, uh, against the giants QB 14 against the jets QB 20, uh, against the bills QB 20. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't want to play Aaron Rodgers if you're in a two quarterback league I you know I can understand playing Aaron Rodgers instead of picking up like Kyle Allen or something
0: mm-hmm. but
1: um I mean if you've got the ab- ability to go get like Marcus Mariota he's definitely a better option than Rodgers this week
0: yeah and like Rodgers had like Rodgers shut down the Packers a couple weeks ago um you know three passing touchdowns but he threw the ball 20 times that was more was a flute him- game yeah it was a flute game um, you know the the good defense that he played before then was Buffalo, and he had 202. So it's like, ugh, like he can fall backwards into that, but I'm not. I don't want to start him. No. Um, but your sneaky start this week, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, of the Jacksonville Jaguars, going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, still believing in the uh, ability to take down the Ravens defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence, QB 13 on the season, and he's already had his bye. Um, he's been top eight, four times and top 12, four of his last five weeks. Um, the, the, the liberal media won't tell you that Trevor Lawrence has been top 12, four of the last five weeks. I've seen that nowhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the MSM is, uh, silencing people for the truth that Trevor Lawrence (laughs) is actually good now.
1: Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's also five of the last six weeks had at least 15 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns in that span. So he's even running a little bit. I think he's a pretty safe play the next three weeks, actually. Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee. Uh, I think you can play him as a top 12 guy, all of those.
0: Yeah, so hopefully the Jags can finish strong. um, And uh, we can have Trevor Lawrence in that uh, QB1 discussion next year. So your tough sit, we already talked about him, Kirk Cousins, because the uh, Patriots are going to sit his ass on the ground a bunch of times. Yeah,
1: he's going to have a tough sit because uh, his butt's going to hurt.
0: Yeah, his butt's going to hurt from getting spanked. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. Let's talk about running backs. Running back, you are higher on this week. Raheem Mostert, you have at 29. ECR is 35. Uh, The Dolphins are going up against the uh, Houston Texans. Um, That's a good matchup. Yeah, that's the best matchup. I don't understand why he's so low. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah,
1: I don't understand either. Um he's only been he's ranked thirty-five. He's only been worse than that twice in the last seven games he's played, and that was thirty-six and thirty-seven. So uh yeah, I, I would be I would feel good about flexing Raheem Mostert this week.
0: Yeah, and I mean Jeff Wilson showed up and, and took a bunch of the touches, but also um he'll still t- he'll still touch the ball a lot and it's a great matchup so i don't quite understand why people have raheem Mostert as like a completely you know find somebody else to start that's what a rb 35 rank is um sure 20- and i mean
1: sure against chicago he got bailed out by a touchdown you know he had uh nine for 26 and no catches but last week in 28 percent of snaps he had eight carries for 65 yards and a touchdown, and four catches for 22 yards. When he's out there, yeah. they like to give him the ball.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of like what Raheem Mostert can do. Like you know, famously last year he had two touches, but he had 20 yards. Like yeah, before a, he got hurt, he's a big play player. Big play hitter. Yep. Yeah. So um, even in limited touches, you can trust uh, Raheem Mostert more than than uh, than the lamestream media will tell you that you can trust him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> two, two, two and eight. Uh, CNN is telling you, uh, that's their fantasy. Uh, good, good yeah. joke, Jeff. All right. Anyways, uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, toughest rank. Uh, say, uh, not Saquon. Why did I say Saquon? I didn't say Saquon. Uh, uh running
1: back. I'm lower on Travis Etienne.
0: There you go, Travis Etienne. Uh, you have it 19. ECR is eight. Eight feels really high. For him in this matchup, going up against the Ravens, who uh, they're good.
1: Yeah, they're good uh, against the ground game, bad against the pass game. So I don't think Doug Peterson, an ostensibly pretty smart coach, is going to just ram the ball into the line 25 times against a team that doesn't give up yards to that. He's going to throw it outside because they're pretty good at it and the Ravens are not good at stopping it.
0: Yeah, plus you're scared of Travis Etienne's backfield, mate. He's going to steal all the touches from Etienne. (laughs)
1: Uh, Daryl Henderson's gonna get six touches.
0: <laughs> he is. He's gonna get six touches. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be glorious. Uh, Daryl Henderson is the new Marlon Mack. I don't know yeah. if I'm uh, unironically rooting for him or not. I don't know what the thing is, but uh, go Daryl Henderson. All right. I think
1: Daryl Henderson is cool. Uh, I hope that he gets a one B roll somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's where he'd be best. And I figured out what went wrong. Walker, I'm drinking the medicinal rock star. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm losing told- my, I'm, I'm losing my mind.
1: I tell you not to drink these, and then you keep going back, and every time you're like, oh, Walker was right, this sucks.
0: Toughest rank of the week, Latavius Murray, <laughs> you have it 22. Uh, going up against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I don't think 22 is high enough, Walker. Bump. you got to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers.
1: <laughs> rookie numbers, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's been uh, no worse than RB 31 in the game that he's played in this season, which is insane.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> especially because he's been on the practice squad twice.
1: Yeah, and he's only had he, he's never played more than 50% of snaps in a game either. So the fact that he's almost certainly going to get much more than that in terms mm-hmm. of snap share means that yeah, Latavius Murray could easily have 20 points in this game.
0: Yeah, especially because uh, who else is running the football there?
1: Uh, Marlon Mack.
0: Yeah, it's Marlon Mack. Like literally, it's Marlon Mack. They already said they're not activating Mike Boone. They put Chase Edmonds on IR, and they're they cut. Pull...
1: Yeah, they're gonna pull Divina Zigbo off the practice squad.
0: <sighs> so he'll have like six targets.
1: Yeah, it'll... well, six carries, but yeah, it'll be they'll give a... they'll hand off the ball like 22 times, and it'll be 14 carries for Latavius Murray, f- five carries for Mike Boone, and three carries for Divina Zigbo.
0: Oh boy. Ugh.
1: And Latavius Murray goes 14 for 41 in a touchdown and three catches for 15 yards.
0: OK, so here's something really stupid that I don't get. Uh, In eight of the 10 Broncos games this year, they gave two backs double digit touches. Uh huh. The second back was always Melvin Gordon. And then they're just like, bye. You fumbled yeah. the ball too many times. Like, we trust you to touch the ball this much. And then you you're uh, you fumble it. So we don't trust you anymore. Goodbye. Get out of here.
1: Yeah. I mean I I guess I could see a circumstance where they decide to just go like sixty percent share for Murray and then whichever one of Mac or a Zigbo looks better, which it would be a Zigbo because Mac sucks. Um I could I could see a scenario where if you're really desperate or if you're a tanking dynasty player, you just throw a Zigbo in there and you're like, Hey, maybe you'll get twelve points.
0: Oh my god, that would that would be God, that talk about uh high risk, uh, medium reward. Yeah. Like he could get you zero or twelve. That's right. All right. Most surprising rank, Isaiah Pacheco 36. Again, you have to hear uh pay three dollars to hear me rant and rave about Isaiah Pacheco yesterday. Um, but you uh you have him as your most surprising rank this week at RB thirty six.
1: Yeah, people are getting over their skis right now. I mean, he's he's been pretty unsustainably efficient the last couple of weeks. Um He's still not averaging 50% in terms of snap share. He's not getting any targets. He's not getting any goal line carries. Um, He has to continue to be this efficient to be a top 30 fantasy option. Mm -hmm. And you can't expect him to run for seven yards a carry. I mean, even against Jacksonville, when he went 16 for 82, he was running back 36 on the week. So I just don't see see him in a matchup against a bad or a good Rams run defense. I don't see him being that efficient, and therefore, I don't see him being fantasy relevant.
0: Yeah, it's it's you know we talked about it yesterday a bit, which was you know he is good, but the way that he's good is not good for fantasy. No targets, no goal line carries. He's just gonna be he, a, poor, a what, poor man's J.K. Dobbins.
1: Yeah, he was. He's what Devin Singletary used to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, when we were all trying to convince ourselves that Zach Moss was good. All right, sneaky start for the week. You got Jeff Wilson at 15 going up against Houston. Uh, sneak, I, I don't know if this is so sneaky. I think this is a good start.
1: No, I, I agree. I just, because it's Jeff Wilson, That's I, true. I think people are not going to be high enough on him. I think Wilson is like a fringe RB1 this week. I mean, he's been top eight the last two times he's played. He's getting Houston the best matchup in the league for running backs. I expect him to score at least one touchdown and I could see him, you know, putting up a hundred yards.
0: Can I submit uh your RB16 as a sneakier start this week? Uh, Rashad White. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. I
1: I think that White is certainly a a uh I suppose sneakier because he's been less relevant this season so far. Mm-hmm. Um sneaky sneaky for you guys. Uh if you're on fantasy Twitter, uh you've been hearing people bleat about Rashad White for 8 weeks now. Um and it's really <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. And they're, they said it's, bleep. <laughs> and it, it's really funny that, uh, really, really funny and not frustrating at all that they're being proven right about being way over their skis about some guy.
0: Yeah. Like Rashad White is fine. He's a, he's a decent prospect, but he is, he's not like this transcendent guy that everybody's talking about.
1: Yeah. Rashad White could be anything. He could even be Leonard Fournette.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, you know, people are treating him like he's this great, you know, talent, like he's Cam Akers or something. Got him. All right. Uh, Tough set this week. Deontay Foreman, 34, uh, going up against Denver. Uh, He'd been relatively reliable for a couple games, and then he fell apart.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's the last five games, he's either had 118 or more rushing yards or 24 or less rushing yards. So either really good or really bad.
0: Yeah, six of one, half dozen of the other.
1: Uh, He doesn't catch the ball at all. Uh, He's got four catches all season he runs the ball fairly well in bad matchups or, I mean, in good matchups, but Denver, not that good of a matchup. I, I just, this is a worse version of Pacheco, which is why, well, not a worse version because he gets more touches consistently and plays more snaps, but pretty much the same situation as Pacheco.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, uh, uh worse player, I would say, I think Pacheco is way better than Deonta Foreman. So, uh, more explosive, certainly. Eh, yeah, he's uh, uh, Foreman's like uh, it's really like he went to Tennessee last year and just like learned everything he could from Derrick Henry because he runs yeah, just true. like Derrick Henry, but he's much smaller. He's a bruiser. Yeah, well, he's not that much small. I, I guess he's shorter. Yeah, well, I mean everybody's much smaller than Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, but Foreman's two hundred and thirty-five pounds.
0: Yeah, um, isn't Derrick Henry like six hundred pounds?
1: No, he's like two forty-seven. I think.
0: Is that it? Yeah, 247, 6'3, 247. He yeah. seems like he's like 260. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh let's talk about some wide receivers now. Wide receiver you're higher on. Paris Campbell, wide receiver 26, ECR 37. That's correct.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh even against the Eagles last week, uh in a game where the Colts offense did nothing, he was still wide receiver 32. Uh five yeah. for 67. That's basically his floor, you know, with with Matt Ryan a quarterback he hasn't had a game lower than 12 points. So for him to be at wide receiver 37, people are suggesting you don't play him. He's a fringe wide receiver too right now. He's getting the work.
0: Yeah. And uh, he's rostered in fewer than 50% of leagues, which is insane to me. Like it's, it's like people just like stop trying to pick up good players. Yeah. Uh, the problem with Paris Campbell was never that he was bad. It was that he was never healthy. And, um mm-hmm. and it is since, so, uh, Right before his, I think, 12 target game, they were like, we need to get Paris Campbell more involved. So since that point with Matt Ryan, he's been averaging uh, nine and a half targets, seven catches, 64 yards and has three touchdowns in four games with Matt Ryan. Like they they said, we're going to use him more. And then they used him more. And then they put in Sam Ellinger and it didn't work. As long <laughs> as Matt Ryan's in there, he's going to be good. As I as I put uh, in this week's streamer article, uh, Paris Campbell is back, baby. He's good again. Ow, wolf howl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's such a good post. Politics is back, baby. It's (laughs) It's good. good. All
0: right. So, yes, uh, go see if Paris Campbell is on your waiver wire. He's barely over 40% rostered.
1: Waiver wire right into your lineup.
0: All right. So, let's talk about a garbage uh, wide receiver. Just terrible. Just truly dreadful. Uh, Just Uh, the worst wide receiver ever. Walker, have you heard about his shuttles? His shuttle times?
1: Yeah, they weren't very good, were they?
0: No so he's bad now it's DK Metcalf you have him at 33 ECR 16 uh the Seattle Seahawks are taking on the uh <clears throat> oops, sorry are taking on the Las Vegas Raiders so that's actually kind of surprising that you have him so low going up against the Raiders.
1: The Raiders are actually not that good of a matchup for opposing receivers uh they're pretty average um Metcalf it has consistently been the second wide receiver. For, uh for Geno Smith. He he likes to throw to lock it a little bit more. And uh can you tell me how many wide receiver one weeks DK Metcalf has this season? One. That's correct. Woo. Yeah, he's played uh played ten games. He's got one top twelve week. So I mean he's Is a, that wait, he's hold a, on,
0: wait, wait, Walker. Is that good?
1: Not very good. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, he's he's a boom bust receiver that his boom isn't that great anymore.
0: Yeah, it's because boom bust receivers with Russ on the Seahawks works well because Russ would be scrambling around for like 12 seconds. Coverage would break down and then they would be wide open 70 yards downfield and Russ would just put it on him. Yeah. He did this with DK. He did this with Lockett. He did this with Doug Baldwin. Um, But that's not what Gino does. Even though Gino actually, I heard on around the NFL today that I think if he gets three more deep touchdowns, this year, he will be the all-time leader in deep touchdowns in the next-gen stats era. It's like four seasons, but still. That's not wow. what you think of when you think of Geno. But uh, the man, I guess the Geno Smith is good now, but not for DK Metcalf this week. Um, all right, so your toughest rank, you have Keenan Allen at 23. Keenan Allen going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this is very low. I'm surprised because he came back last week. He was pretty good. Uh last time we saw the Cardinals, they were giving up on tackling George Kittle, so they've just given up on the season. Uh curious why you have him so low.
1: Well, he was only a wide receiver 29 last week. You know, 5 5 for 94 on 8 targets. He was he certainly looked good, but you know, it, it didn't really translate to fantasy points all that well. Um Arizona has been good against number one receivers and awful against everyone else. Because Byron Murphy is good and Buda Baker is good, and pretty much the rest of the defense has been either hurt or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that Murphy will do a decent enough job on Allen, and I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I, I don't expect him to score a touchdown in this matchup. I think Allen's still a perfectly good start, and if you have him, you're almost assuredly playing him. Um, it's just tough for me to see the upside at 30 years old until I see it.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I think I just trust Keenan. I, I uh I trust um a little thing called the process. Mm. So I will trust Keenan Allen in my lineup. Uh most surprising though, you have Mike Evans just one spot ahead of Keenan Allen at twenty-two going up against the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, this is I already did my uh my questions for this week for our Friday episode. And uh yeah, I was shocked by some of the information I pulled down on Mike Evans. Not as good as you'd think this year.
1: No, uh, Mike Evans has two wide receiver one weeks this season.
0: Yeah, he's been sneakily not great, which doesn't look great for my um, Mike Evans wide receiver four rank in the preseason.
1: No, he's wide receiver 19 right now. Uh, he's only missed one game. So wide receiver 33 and 39 the last two weeks. He only got six targets last week um, or uh, week 10. Last week they had a buy and he got zero of,
0: targets last week.
1: He sure did. Um And uh, week 12, again, is a game where the other team is really bad at stopping the run, but pretty decent at stopping the pass. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I I think there's a better chance he finishes outside the top 20 than inside.
0: Yeah. And actually, this game, this Tampa Bay Cleveland game, I originally had in our show doc being a Tampa Bay win. And then I for some I got this mental image of just like a slow motion montage of Miles Garrett putting Tom Brady into the dirt. And then I switched it to, to Cleveland because I'm just like I I I can't see it I can see a world where, you know, the Cleveland offense and defense conspire to make this a Cleveland blowout, but not one where Tampa Bay can do that.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I definitely think that uh I definitely think that the Browns are gonna win this game.
0: Yeah. So it's um uh not great, not great for Mike Evans. All right, um, the, your sneaky start this week. Some call him the Dontrell Hilliard of wide receivers.
1: Oh my uh, God, shut up! <laughs> Zay Jones has been good this
0: season. <laughs> I got exactly the reaction I wanted because you are the foremost Zay Jones head, uh, in in the entire universe. So you have him at thirty. He has been good this year. He has been the better Jones, and he's especially been good, uh, recently with um uh I'm um, not Christian Kirk. Yes, Christian Kirk, but uh Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. uh performing well. They've 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 gone together.
1: Right, I mean, Zay Jones the first 4 weeks didn't play more than 83% of snaps and then uh the man graduated cuz he's played at least 94% of snaps in 5 consecutive weeks. Um wide receiver 24, wide receiver 34 the last 2 weeks that he played, again, by last week. Um this is a good matchup. He's also got two more good matchups upcoming. Um Hint, hint, play your Jacksonville Passing options the next three weeks That's right Jamal Agnew In DFS lineups uh, Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk Zay Jones, Evan Ingram
0: Yeah I, Oh god, uh, nope, I cannot I cannot. I told myself I would not say anything Nice about Evan Ingram ever again So I will stay quiet
1: He's going to go for four, 4 for 57 And a score this week
0: Oh, And then I'll get right back on the train
1: that's right. <laughs> the destroy it the next week.
0: Oh, God, Walker, it's going to happen. It is. I believe I wrote in an article, if I ever say something nice about Evan Ingram, uh, people have the authority to slap me across the mouth. <laughs> uh, and I will be doing that. All right. Tough sit this week. You got Cortland Sutton at 32. Uh, looking like no Jerry Judy this week going up against Washington. Uh, this is another one. They're going to have Chase Young back. Washington will. So it could it's, be. a uh,
1: Denver's going up against Carolina.
0: Oh. I, I went to uh, running back 32, Cordell Patterson, and looked at his matchup. Uh, wow. So, Cortland Sutton going up against Carolina. Of course, uh, Brian Burns, a uh, tough uh, edge rusher there. There we go. I got there. there.
1: I, got figured there. It about. I got
0: there. I got there. Could uh, give uh, Denver's... I mean, they've been a really good offense this year. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've been lighting up.
0: They have been just... Greatest show on turf. Look they out. Here comes the Denver Broncos. Cards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that this is a situation where Cortland Sutton's really good, but the Broncos are just terrible. And uh, the Panthers are okay.
1: I don't know if Cortland Sutton's really good.
0: I think he is.
1: How many, how many wide receiver one weeks does Cortland Sutton have?
0: I be? don't care. It's Russell. That's a Russell Wilson stat. It's zero. It's a that's a Russell Wilson stat.
1: He's had more weeks outside the top sixty. Or he's had the same amount of weeks outside the top sixty as he has inside the top twenty.
0: Walker, some people call Cortland Sutton a young DJ Moore. All he needs is the right quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh DJ Moore's younger than Cortland Sutton.
0: That's an ongoing joke that I have where I call it, no matter what the ages of people are, I say that somebody is a young other person. Like I'd oh. be like, Some people call call Tom Brady a young Mac Jones. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but I realized that is not a joke I do with you guys. So, of course, that didn't make sense to you.
1: <laughs> Boo.
0: Boo. Get him out. All right. Uh, but, yeah, some people call Cortland Sutton a young DJ Moore. Um, all right. Tight end your higher on. Walker, you did it. Crazy son of a bitch did it. You put <laughs> Mike Siki back in your top 12. I did it. <laughs> and there's no buys. No. Let's there's go. no buys.
1: It's huge. Let's Houston. talk about
0: Micah Siki. Tight end your higher on. ECR 19, you have him 12.
1: Yeah, uh, Houston is good against the pass, except against tight ends. Uh, they're not good against tight ends at all. And Mike Gesicki has had three top ten weeks this uh, this season. One against Baltimore, which is an okay matchup. One against Minnesota, which is a good matchup. And one against Detroit, which is a great matchup. Coming off the bye, I I see him getting in the end zone. I really do.
0: Okay. uh, Bold... bold uh... Bold, bold strategy, Walker.
1: Mike, Mike Gisicchi, Uh three catches for thirty-two yards and a touchdown.
0: And one gritty, one uh, way too fast gritty.
1: I, yeah, he'll he'll probably do the gritty, yeah.
0: One sprint gritty coming right yeah. up. Yeah. All right, tight end. You're lower. He's terrible at that. He's so bad at it. it's So funny. Uh. Tight end your lower on. Greg Dulcich, uh, you're ranked 15, ECR 7. Uh, I think people are giving him way too much benefit of the doubt for three good games to start his career, one where he scored a touchdown, because he has not been involved since then.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's only had more than five targets once. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not really been consistently reliable. Only more than four catches once, uh, only more than 52 yards once. I know it's a bit of a cherry pick, but, you know, six for 51 one week, four for 87 the next week. He's been pretty bad. Other than that, Carolina is an average matchup for tight ends. I don't like 10 versus pass game. Um, I think Carolina is going to win this game. So I, I just don't like those
0: Yeah, it's, it's still a rookie tight end, right? He had a few. He, he came out of the gate hot. He's still a rookie tight end. Still the kind of guy that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I don't do ranks. I would not have Greg Dulcich in my top 12. Uh, Your toughest rank this week, uh, you have H.C. Higby at 9 going up against uh, the the Chiefs. Uh, He should get lots of targets, but also of what quality will those targets be?
1: Yeah, most likely he's going to be getting targets from Bryce Perkins. Um, So, I'm seeing basically what he did last week, which he had four for forty five last week for eight point five points. And that was tight end nine. Woo. So I think he'll do something like that.
0: Yeah, that's that's what we always talk about. The back end tight end one week is four for forty. Yep. So. All right. Um, also, he did a hate crime just so people remember. just so people don't forget. Um, most surprising George Kittle, you have at seven going up against the saints. I was actually very curious about your George Kittle rank, uh, cause the saints are very good against opposing tight ends. Um, and he's probably still tired from scoring all those touchdowns in, uh, in altitude, uh, against the Cardinals <laughs> last week. So you've got him behind Gerald Ebbett, Pat Frymuth, David Njoku. And then the big three, we talked about Hawk, Andrews and Kelsey. So, uh, an okay start, but not one you'd recommend.
1: Well, I mean, I think you can start George Kittle. I just, people are going to expect him to be top four because Mm -hmm. he had a good week last week. He still only had four catches last week. He just had two long ones that scored. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I could easily see him this week having, you know, four for 40.
0: Yeah, that's true. And there's also, um, going up against the Saints, I think people might inflate what their opinion or Expectations for George Kittle because his signature Play came against the Saints a few years Ago mm. that play where he had like Two guys on him there was a face mask and somebody Had to literally jump on his back to bring Him down yeah for the for The Niners to win the game so being Against the Saints uh, if you're watching that at home Expect a lot of that clip I expect That clip will be played three or Four times during the game Um. All right Uh. I will not be watching that I will at home I Will be watching that at Levi Stadium uh, cool. Just like every Niners home game Sneaky start this week uh, Some guy that I promised to never talk about ever again uh, Evan Ingram you have him at 11 uh, Going up against the Baltimore Ravens I will not be talking
1: Uh, Sure man You can put Evan Ingram in there That's He's on the same level as Mike Gesicki I, I think that He'll probably get f- Like four for Fifty five
0: Yeah, so, ooh, four for 55. That is a a solid back-end tight end one. All right, so last guy you have uh, as your tough sit, uh, it's Fantasy Twitter's favorite guy. It's Cole Komet, uh, probably getting thrown to not by... uh, Who did you think was the backup there?
1: Trevor Simeon.
0: Oh, okay, I thought you said somebody else for some reason. But, uh, yes, Trevor Simeon. Uh, No thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, Cole Komet has two weeks where he's been inside the top 12. It just happens that those weeks were tight end one and tight end two. Mm -hmm. um, And that everybody really wants him to be good for some reason. It's not a very good matchup. He's probably going to be throwing to getting Trevor Simeon throwing in the ball. I just don't see a reason why he should be in your lineup this week.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Um, I'm staying away from the Bears passing game. Like I've been... I have a 12 team three wide receiver, two flex league that I've been able to squeeze Darnell Mooney in. I'm not going to be doing that this week. Um, it's basically like break ties away from bears. Like you don't want bears in your lineup if you can help it other than David Montgomery. So, all right, let's get to, we usually do them in the middle episodes. I wanted to save it for the end. Uh, the sicko stashes. So we've only got one each this week, getting back to sicko stash roots, uh, where there was only one player. And then we had, uh, 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 Feature creep or feature bloat or whatever they call it in video games. So, Walker, you're 1% quarterback. I have a 33% chance of guessing it. I'm going to go with who I guess before the episode. Bryce Perkins.
1: No, it is not Bryce Perkins.
0: Kyle Allen. Yes. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be Mike White.
1: No, no, it's yeah. it's Kyle Allen because he's playing Miami, which is the second best matchup for opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm there's a great chance that Kyle Allen has like an okay game in garbage time finishes as QB 12 on the week or something like that. And then tricks everybody into being like, Oh, Kyle Allen's definitely better than Davis mills. You know, like Houston's getting frisky now. And it's like, no, they, they just, they scored three garbage time touchdowns against an offense that was running through them all day.
0: Yeah. And um, unlike the other two guys that are making their first starts of the year this week, like Kyle Allen started what, like 20 games in the NFL. Like he's, hasn't been very good, mm-hmm. but he's, he has that real game experience that if you're going to have to pick one of the three guys for this week, I would say, yeah. Uh, going up against the, um, the good matchup with the dolphins, as opposed to starting uh, Mike white, who is um, against like, Chicago. What? yeah, which is a, decent okay
1: defense. matchup yeah.
0: yeah so um yeah um but good options this week if you're if you're playing deep um well okay options if you're playing okay there are options <laughs> you have <laughs> options you have options all right my set goes dash three percent rostered running back walker who do you think it is marlon Mack. it's marlon Mack. this was i i, I left the easiest one um marlon Mack is okay uh too bad not very great Uh, but uh, there's a reason why I knew that the Broncos give two running backs uh, double-digit touches uh, 80% of the time. It's because Marlon Mack is going to get like 14 opportunities in this game. Whether or not he's good with them is another story, but he will get plenty of opportunities because that's what the Broncos do. Like, they didn't trust Melvin Gordon. They still gave him a ton of opportunities. So uh, it will be Marlon Mack as my sicko stash of the week, Uh, 3% rostered, Walker, who is your sneaky fart this week? And I didn't know this guy was actually playing this week.
1: Uh, yeah, i got Gus Edwards. Uh, I, I think he's coming back this week, and uh, the matchup is pretty good. So I think that he will score a touchdown.
0: Yeah. ooh, Gus Edwards got the Wednesday practice, which is the traditional uh, rest day. So. Yeah,
1: so he's good.
0: He is good to go, and that is uh, Gus Edwards going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars run defense, which allows the 13th most fancy points to running backs on the season. So, a uh, good matchup for him. Um, I'm
1: all right. On, I'm hopping on the Gus bus straight to Town.
0: That's right. Uh, well, uh, in my head, the Gus bus was always a school bus. So, you're going to uh, um, win i'm going to winning
1: i'm going to winning winning university
0: winning university there you go
1: all right did you see see what uh, orlando brown said on sunday night football for his intro oh god no uh he said easy money university
0: yes easy money university so uh we will be back to uh, friday we'll be back friday to talk not tomorrow tomorrow we're gonna be eating turkey stuff in our faces turkey's good Turkey's good folks Yeah uh, If you think turkey If you say turkey's bad and dry uh, And you've waited till the end of the episode Let me give you my honest take You are telling on yourself And your family You are cook snitching turkey better <laughs> Yeah You are snitching Be better at cooking the turkey It is not difficult
1: It's really not that hard
0: Yeah So all right uh, If you're having trouble Cut it up into sections And cut and, and cook every section Differently The trouble is getting The white and the dark Done at the same time If you're really struggling With that Cut it up You'll be fine All right Before I get mad about cooking, uh, I'm doing Gordon Ramsay hands over here. Uh, I'm doing the Gordon Ramsay thing. So I will uh, post this tonight uh, for everybody who is listening on Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Um, And uh, we will be back on Friday to talk the rest of this week's games and review Thanksgiving games. So for Walker, this is Jeff. Take care and uh, have a good one.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Read the first chapter of People's History of the United States to everybody at Thanksgiving. Bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.